Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. Roll it. We're back. It's been a long hiatus. <laughs> have you, has anybody ever is had a, a double? Low, is that a double? Has anybody had a low hiatus? Can you have a long hiatus or is it just a hiatus? I'm sure it's one of those words that can't be modified. So, by the way, here's your pro tip, linguistic pro tip. That, oh, that my um, not you, but the audience, because oh, you know, I, know this. I need them. You you know this, but you first annual. No, no, this one is this one's not in your pet peeve category. Oh, you cannot modify the word unique. Something is either uniquely. No, no, no. Very unique. Oh yeah, I know that. Nothing is very unique. Yes. So when you say that, if you just want a little tip in your own personal language out there, listeners, to kind of elevate your Whatever so this, you cannot. Nothing can be sort of unique or whatever. It is very either, unique. It's, it, it, it's either is a, unique or it's not. It's um an absolute, which we don't usually like absolutes. So that is a good absolute. It's well, I mean, or opinion absolutes. You said pet peeve. This may be only funny to me, but I'm mm-hmm. going to say it anyway because we need some banter. Yeah, we do banter. At this the is start the, of these. I'm looking at the script, and this section says banter. banter. Uh, my we don't have a script. my daughter's soccer coach is named Jorge. He's Spanish, like Spanish, Spanish. From Spain. Yes. And he thought. In Europe. Correct. And he thought that, he thought that Pet Peeve was Peppa Pig, like the kid's character. And he was impressed. He goes, my Peppa Pig is when you take the ball down the field and don't pass it. And and they went, whoa, whoa, whoa. And the girls just fell to the ground laughing. It looked like lightning bolt hit the field. Like they all just fell down laughing. He's like, what? My Peppa Pig. My Peppa Pig. And he's just. Thought it was Peppa Pig instead of my pet peeve. That's a good one. And the girls have not stopped laughing about it in a week. I, I, it would be over. I'd have to find a new coach because yeah. I wouldn't be able to look. Because the- he's got a he's got a thick Spanish accent, yes. Spaniard, and yeah, you did it, a well. I did not do it any just. Obviously, you don't have to pick on me because I can't do accents. I we, get it. We may need to re-record that without you doing the accent. I don't know. But he called his pet pit, pet peeve a Peppa Pig, and that is funny. I don't care who you are. That is funny. It is really funny. Uh, and so now everybody's like, my Peppa Pig is, and then you say whatever it is. Ah. So it's kind of like an inside joke now in the, yeah. in the family. But uh, I thought it was funny. That is funny. Um, my Peppa Pig is when you don't pass the ball. <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, well, it's funny that that is his pet peeve. Like, <laughs> like, oh, okay. Like, uh, yeah, like, I, I don't know. That was exactly oh, okay. it was something of that nature. The, the, the basics here. It, it was, look, that, this is a. He didn't like Kobe? <laughs> I don't know. Kobe was his Peppa Pig. I don't know. Yeah, it's funny. Anyway, it's his Peppa Pig. So everything. Who else am I going to trust with a game on the line? It's now going to be our Peppa Pig. Yeah. When we say something instead of our pet peeve, we're, we're making that part of our nomenclature narrative. We're going to force it. It's kind of like fetch. We're going to. Anyway, you probably don't get that reference because your daughters weren't old enough to watch that movie. Fetch. What was that? Uh, mean Girls. Oh yeah, yeah. We're we're, we're too young. For Gretchen that. Peters was that her last name? Anyway. I remember Mean Girls, but it was, I kind of, that window was like, I was too old for it when yeah. it was popular, Me? and my family's too young yeah, to yeah. catch it. Yeah, mine are just old enough, um, but way better movie than it should be, given the people. Has it got Lindsay Lohan? Yeah, that's it? what I'm saying, like, uh, yeah. it's actually really good. Huh. Tina Fey Tina Fey was, was writer? a writer. Interesting. And was in it. She was a teacher. Interesting. Interesting. Speaking of writing. Yeah. You had a fun experience in the banking world this week because this is, wait for it, a bank marketing podcast. Is it? It can be. I sort of forgot. My Peppa Pig is when lo- people think it's something else. Well, when I've been on low atus. <sighs> well, 
it's the anyway. Uh, yeah. So I have a side hustle because Gary V told me to have one, and I said. I don't like going to. You're never too old to start. You can go hustle, yeah. punch, punch, jab, 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 I, uh, hook. I didn't. I didn't feel like doing what he did, which was go dicker with people at yard sales. Basically, go rip people off on camera at yard sales, then go sell everything for a premium. I, so I'm a Gary V fan. Full disclosure. Yeah, but kind of like the kind of like the meet your hero thing. Like when you watch him go bicker for a. Uh, a, a, a I don't know, a figurine for $4. I, I and I'm was, like, you made $17 million last year and you're spending your Saturdays going to yard sales. I'm kind of like, you do you, no criticism there. But in my mind, I'm like, what? Like, if I, I guess was, it's not all about money for him. I, it's, it, but it is big ups to him. But I do look at it and be like, and I'm like, this doesn't, this doesn't match who you are and like, no, he's an entrepreneur with but 30 also, people that follow him around and create content all day. But it also and doesn't, content. like, it doesn't make you more relatable. Obviously, to some people it does, but I'm just like, you just, you knew that was a $200 jet starter jacket and you just gave that guy 20, which is fine. Go make profit. That's how it works. That's how it works. Your market's not their market. And he was asking you 80, but you spent 30 minutes of your time when you probably make a million dollars an hour. But it makes a good content. I get, yeah, we're talking about it, you know, yeah. that's, as they say, but anyway, so, um, that was not my, it's just a bizarre thing to me. It I'll is, it much. is bizarre. That's all I'll say. So uh, yard selling, isn't it? So I decided to become a fine leather maker as you've heard me kind of talk about. He makes baseball gloves. <laughs> no, I don't. You don't make baseball gloves? No. I thought that's what you did with all that leather. No. 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 Have you ever made a baseball glove? I have made a wallet out of a baseball glove and I will tell you nothing is more miserable than doing that, but I did it for my best friend and his dad's. Uh, one I, thought, of, I thought I was your best friend. You know who the other guy is. My, one of my, my best friends. My feelings have now been crushed. Best friend is a category in my life. Ah, okay. And you're in that category. It's a unique category or a very unique There's category? no, yeah, there, it's very unique. <laughs> anyway, it was him, his, his dad's baseball glove that he gave him. His dad passed away. So that's the only reason I made that. That's cool. Yeah. It actually was cool. Yeah. Because um, he's one of your best friends too. I, but I you would say him. one of and be more inclusive than hey, me. And I'm not. Whatever. Okay. Anyway, um, somebody bought a, a uh, by the way, if you want to ever overprice leather goods, I'm, I'm here. I'm your source. Brocker? Brocker leather. I mean, what my website is, it's the, the cobbler's kids have no shoes. If you like leather aprons and you're a woodworker, you can go to CorvetteLeatherworks.com. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Brought to you by Brocker and CorvetteLeatherworks.com. Yeah. So anyway, somebody bought a belt from me and um, person I trust in town wrote. Does it have a good crisp pop? You know, when you pop I don't, the belt. I, I don't know. I did not do that with this this lady. That's how I test my belt. This is a little pop. They have to pop. You put the ends together and you pop them. If they have a good crisp pop, that's a good belt. One, this woman, I don't know if there would have been enough belt because I had to adjust it for her. She's a very, very thin woman. So I don't know that there was enough belt to to pop to pop uh, by the time it, it was adjusted for so her. It was a bracelet that you it was a bracelet. Into a belt. Yes. But anyway, she wrote me a check. Didn't pay attention to to what she was writing or whatever. And so did, let's start here. Why are we still writing checks? Well, did Joshy not take Square? I d- yes, but I didn't have it with me. Well, that's a user error. Well, it was it. It's my side hustle. So anyway, no. She asked, "Can I write a check or pay you cash?" And I said, "I would prefer cash for many reasons." Um, he don't pay no taxes. No, I do pay my taxes. Do not listen he to that. He don't pay no taxes. I do pay taxes. Anyway, it was a whole deal where, again, she's an attorney in town, works for the um, the government, 
could, could get off work, come get sized. All the, the option was, hey, I can do this now. It's she actually, be a check. irony, she actually works for the IRS. Does she? Yeah. Oh. Their office here in town. Huh. So you better pay your taxes. I did not know that. I didn't know where she worked. Go ahead. I, I just knew she, she wasn't in private practice anymore. What's really ironic is this is going to be about getting to know your customer in, in a second. Anyway, she writes a check, hands it to me. I put it in my pocket. Don't think about it for like three weeks because whatever. Because life. It's literally. Because life. This past weekend, I was freaking out. I was like, I lost that check. I, I know I lost that check. And there's a lot of lessons here. One, when you have a whole world set up where. Um, Digital is the main use it, means. Yeah. Of, and and. and of yeah. conducting commerce. Yeah. It, it, and you have people around, I have a finance department, you know, that gets all the other checks and things like that. And I really just don't mess with the the ground level of that anymore. I mean, I did an art show, whatever it was, two weekends ago, and it was, it was all square. I didn't, you know, tap, tap, chip. dip, yeah. slip. Yeah. It was all that. Slide and there, there was, there was, I actually had, I went to, to the bank and got like, a, a ridiculous amount of change, like, like, um, 20s, change, 10s. Change yeah. Change bank. Um, in my little fanny pack I was carrying around yeah. to give change, you know, if somebody bought something and like took $50 in cash, um, the whole time, which is anomalous, I think, in, in where we, where we live. Anyway, trust check. Don't pay attention. Thought I lost it this weekend. And I was like, um, had a little freak out, looked in the car, looked around my little nightstand with my, little change trade thing, whatever. And said, Oh, I think I know where it is. It was just in my same shirt pocket in the, in the closet. Like I'd taken it off to put it in the little dry cleaning area. And so anyway, I was, Oh, got the check. So rich. You have a dry cleaning area. Well, so wealthy. Well, <laughs> keep going. I've interrupted this story a lot. It's going long. Uh, yeah, I'm trying I'm actually trying to extend it now just to see who sticks with it. Even the producers are bored right now. Nah, they're not. They're having fun because uh, they're getting paid. Anyway, so I get the check, go down to to a bank, walk up to the teller, hand her the check. Said I have my um, I, what I was going to ask of the teller because I can never remember. Of course, I have an account at this. It's the check was written on the bank where I'm also a customer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I generally cash those. And, and so my leather stuff, I kind of put in this little area where that's the little kind Sit of- Sit next to your dry cleaning area? No. The funny money cash that I, that, that I ah. when the kids need a 20 or whatever. And so I was just going to cash it instead of depositing it in my account, which I know is really funny. Like you walk into a bank to cash a check, you can, if they don't physically, if, if a teller doesn't physically roll their eyes, there's a sense of it. Like, especially cashing the check on a- you know, own your bank and you don't have an account yeah, at that bank. Yeah. There's a, there's a stigma that I think we need to just go ahead and say. Stop writing checks. Well, yeah, but it's, I hear you. That's, <laughs> but, but it's, uh, it's kind of like, why, why do people still ter- sell terrestrial radio? People still listen to it. I don't understand it. I don't know anybody that has an Android phone yet. That 70% of the phones. I, I do know people that have Android phones, but anyway, the woman, I was expecting a little bit of like eye roll or whatever. And I was going to have to explain, I do have an account. My account number's on the back. It's signed because I can, what I was going to ask is, do you want me to sign a, a, fill out a deposit slip for here's the check amount, deposit this amount and withdraw this amount? Yeah. Is that, 
That's is fair. That, is that a step you, you really, that, do you do really want? Do you really want me to do that, or do you want me just to hand you the check and say, Give "I want to cash it"? Yeah, cash it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you greatly underestimate how much I charge for my stuff. The two tens. I'm uh, greatly overestimating how long this. Uh, yeah. The stories go. This goes out to Will Robbins, who is the longest storyteller, um, a banker that I know. Hey, Willie's Willie's a good guy. Don't pick on Willie. He's a great guy. Long storyteller. Okay. The check was written in red ink. And I'm just curious. I wish I could hear the collective reaction of the audience, because I think most people would be like, okay, it's written in red ink. I think and, it was, ha ha. And another one would be a big gasp. <gasps> yeah. That's good. I appreciate um, the Foley. Mm -hmm. um, so the lady just throws the check back, like literally throws the check back at me and says, I can't cash that. Sir, we do not take this check in this bank. And I said, Ex excuse, please, please explain. Yes. It's written in red ink. I was like, okay. I mean, it, but it's written. And she's like, you can't look. I mean, like this, I'm trying to, you can't write a check in red ink. And I was like, well, I didn't to, write a check. In <laughs> I said, well, two factors. Contrarily, you can, obviously. Um, and I didn't and, do it. And I didn't write the check. <laughs> I'm just here. And so, well, you're going to have to get another one. I was like, the way you're saying that, and I, this is almost verbatim, the way you're saying that is like, I'm going to go out to my car and write another check and bring it in. This is from a customer, customer of mine who purchased something from me. I've got to go track down that customer and get them to write another check. And she said, exactly. I was like, well, okay. And she said, um, she kind of did the lean back behind the teller area. I was like, we can't take a check with red ink, right? To and to the head teller. And, and she said, no, we can't. And she's like doing her own thing. And I was like, I said, I need to understand the mechanics of this. Like, I, that's not enough information for me. Why can you, I mean, is it, what's the problem? No one's educated me on this and I need to be educated. The reader can't read it. Okay. Um, can a human read it and enter it? Yeah, but when it goes through the reader, it's going to kick back. It goes, it gets fl flagged for fraud. If I can get my F's yeah. in there flagged for fraud. Yeah. And I was like, well, oh, I didn't know that. I said, I said or, or, before I leave, is there nothing we can do? Can you look, you know, can you look at my accounts or anything? Is there anything we can do? No, sir, we can't. And it was very clipped and short and rude. And I was not happy about the experience, but ultimately, I mean, it'd be like, I, I, I get it. These people, all due respect to tellers, they have people walking in with like crap copied a, a check. Well, it was a lot of fraud they deal with. Yeah, written in crayon and whatever, but felt a little mishandled to me. You feel a little bruised. A little bruised. A little bruised up. Um, yes, yeah, sir. I quit writing my checks in blood years ago okay. because of this exact problem. <laughs> I used to just uh, I thought it was more personal if they had a little DNA on the checks. So. Yeah. Um, you didn't even get that, right? A yeah. pen that has your DNA in yeah. it so they can identify you? Yeah. it's uh, that'll. Let's not talk about that because that'll be next. And banks will want you to do that instead of DocuSign. You have a DNA field. Here's what it goes to. I don't like how I was treated. I'm going to go back and address it with them when I get the check. Oh, so you haven't gotten the check back? No, I shredded it and she's going to drop one in the mail. So it's yeah. it's like. She was cool with it though, right? Yeah. And the thing is, is yeah. Um but like I the, to the hassle of this story comes to the core of the banking experience that the customer gets a lot of times that banks. It's all about the bank. Yeah. It's all about the bank and the point. bank systems and what we do. Well, you can't do this because this is, this is horrible. You didn't know. And you're like, dude, which I'm is, just trying to cash a check. Which it illustrates. Look, 
if you unfollow me and disavow me, listeners, because you're like, he's a baked marketing expert and he didn't know not to write checks in red. Well, you didn't write the check. I didn't write the check. That's the answer. Honestly, I didn't even pay attention. No, she wrote a check and handed to you. It was in my shirt pocket. You put it in your pocket. Yeah. You set it next to your dry cleaning list, next to your funny money list. But here's the deal. (laughs) I didn't know it. Yeah. I didn't know it. Or if I did, it's one of those things. It's like, because I haven't messed with it in so long. I just haven't even thought, but this go back to that thing of like, thank God school taught me the Pythagorean theorem, but I'm getting arrested by the IRS because I have no idea how to do my taxes. Yeah. So the financial education we know is deplorable and should be in public and private schools. Bonsai and all you guys, thanks for what you do. But like somebody needs to change the actual like. No, I, I would argue that there's a lot of stuff taught in schools that has no relevance today due to things like chat GPT and the, the Internet at your fingertips like you. You should have a briefing of history, but, but it should be a philosophy class. But you not don't a, have to memorize yeah, what yeah. happened in the world. Like, you should you should know well, well, generally, uh, but not be tested on it. Well, in the in the super woke world now, we know that like history has a perspective. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 it's not right. The, the, sometimes the the way we teach the Vietnam War is way different than the reality of the, than Vietnamese. The, the way that, theirs. It's yeah. like it's like literally the war of American aggression or something yeah. to them. So anyway, whatever they're your opinion, I'm just saying that's what the world, that's not Josh Mabus's opinion. That's what the world no, is the, talking about right now. Depending on who the teacher is, what the topic is and where it's taught can be a completely different yeah. story. Absolutely. Uh, who owns the information owns the story. Right. So that's out there, but people don't know. Again, what, let's just say not writing checks of how to transact, how to balance checkbooks and all that stuff. So that's out there. The teller and the bank not understanding the gross ignorance of the world is is an issue that I think, so we can't solve the educational problem, but we can solve the empathy problem with tellers understanding how really terrible the, um, really just the lack of understanding around personal finance is down to that detail. Now, look, I do a pretty good job of managing my personal finance. Otherwise I wouldn't be able to afford dry cleaning, but I, I didn't know the red the red ink thing. And I think there are thousands, m- millions of people that walk into banks every day that don't know some of the basics that it's easy for the bank to look down their nose at somebody at. The next level of that is the bank-centric systems that banks employ, then expecting the world to know and just... Well, Mike, I'd be curious, like, could you write over the red ink and black ink, put a hold on the check until it goes through, and then it's on you if it's fraudulent, like, and they come out, like... I don't, well, and, and you're a longtime customer, 20 year customer. Yeah. So it's not like you just walked in and were like, hey, here's a secret check I got. Let me just see if I can get this through the system. But, but here's the thing that I'm going to talk to not only the head teller, but the branch manager about just for ed- They're going to hate it. They're going to say this a hole came in and did all this, but it so, really is trying to be helpful. Y'all didn't even, they didn't ask, they didn't look at the account number on the back that I'd written in. They didn't ask if I was a customer. <clears throat> and I dare say, not because I'm personally wealthy, but if I, I mean, I would have given them the work um, <laughs> account number yeah, that has payroll and all of that in it and said, hey, check that balance and see if it'll cover. Well, that's my point. You're, you're not an unknown quanti- quality, quantity, quality, quantity. In, yeah. In the system. In the system. Yeah. To them, yes. Yeah. And so we go back to like what banks say all the time. And look, this is a bank. It's about relationships and the people. People. And I'm a, as far as banks go in this year, I'm a great customer. Yeah. Because banks like deposits. Yes. I'm not a big lending. 
customer. Yeah. But, you know, so I, I flip flop. Yeah, you have banks. Where, the, wherever yeah, the pendulum swings. You have media buys, you have creative buys, you have retainers. Like yeah. you have your money. It's sitting in the yeah. bank. I mean, the media buy, we only get a small portion of it, but I mean, they're big numbers. Yeah, it's sitting in an account. So yeah. if you looked at it any time, you, you could have a massive amount of dollars. The average deposit, uh, the, the average balance in that account is, is huge. Yes. Because it's churning, but it's always... The float. Yeah. We make money on the float. It, absolutely, if if the bank elected to. But but that's why I actually escalated the branch manager. I'm not, Karen, let me talk to your manager. But I was like, and I asked the lady, I said, are you sure you want me to leave without even trying to solve this? That was my question to her. Without having any further discussion, it's a red ink. And, and look, I know y'all are here and like, maybe I was rude. I don't know. But I'm like, what I was trying to say is, do you not want to check? Do you not want to ask me? Is any there more a questions? solution to this problem that doesn't involve me having to go back to a customer to where you're going back to me as a customer? Yeah. And I have to get them to rewrite a check, track them down, by the way, get a new check, come back in here, take your time again, 10 minutes, whatever, wait in the line. So we are completely inconveniencing a customer because of a color of ink. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. And is there not a solution in today's age where you could? Figures. I mean, well, do something the, else. Here's my question. So, the so did find out the reader can't read red ink, which screw you, reader maker. Bank <laughs> vendors suck. Reader bank maker. Ven, bank vendors just suck. Reader maker. You can't say that. Yes. They, well, they don't. You don't. We love our vendors. Come on now. Like, we love our vendors. They made a red. I'm not in. I, yeah. Whatever. They made a, a reader that just. Why? What was even the purpose? I guess they didn't something want in the, people signing in blood. Yeah, there could be, if there was something that actually made sense out there that a lot of people do this markup on it in red, so blah, 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 we need to disregard that ink. Here's my question, John. What happens when you write a check? Me? Yeah. As in like John that yes. works for like, the bank? No, like you personally, because you your handwriting is atrocious. Can Even if you wrote it in black. That's a personal assault. <laughs> well, this is what the podcast is about. But can, so that when I was talking about this, because guess what? Bad treatment, bad news. I went out and I started asking people, did you know you can't write a check in red ink? I'm asking random people on the street walking back to my office. I, I, I've never thought about it. That's oh. where I am. It's not that I didn't know. I mean, like, it's one thing, like, I didn't know what I didn't know. I just yeah. never have thought about it. But, but my all jokes aside about me picking on you, but like, seriously, somebody pick with, away. with bad handwriting. In black ink, what happens then when it's illegible? Can the system read illeg illegibility? I don't. What What's the thing that measures? Is it a seismograph? Whatever that measures that does like that's what my handwriting looks like. It looks like if someone was like measuring the decibels. Or I something. figured out what John's handwriting is. Do tell. I figured it out. You you are thinking a thing, yeah, and just scribbling, and you're sending your intention into the words, and you're like, you need to get the intention. <laughs> Of what I meant when I was writing. You're just like. My font is called Nuance. Yeah, it's just like. It's a Nuance font. Vibe. Nuance. It's just vibe. Vibe font. Just vibe. Times New Roman. No, I'll go with vibe. It's not even writing. It's just. It's just vibe. Yeah. It's just like, oh, it looks like he was angry. Maybe I need to go talk to oh, him. Oh, my gosh. But my point is, if it were truly illegible, which there are a lot of people I've seen, you know, then what does the system do? And I'm sure there's an answer. And Write me and tell me. My point is, isn't how one check I was personally inconvenienced. It really is showing a systemic issue of how how banks begin to solve, I'm doing air quotes, solve problems for themselves. Yeah. Like the double, um, the thing that frustrates us, the double end around, 
you had to verify your identity with a text message to you when you're signing up for doing an online account opening or well, like, like a Coinbase account where you have to like get a newspaper at one point. They don't do it anymore, but you used to have to no, show. No, no. If you lose your ID, you, you have, have to show a newspaper for the date with your ID in your like hand. Like a ransom note. Like beside your face, yeah. hold up your ID. I've done it because I um, didn't transfer my Well, no, you got a new phone. If you, they, they don't or, set up the system. Yeah. Talk about customer service. They didn't originally set up their system to think you would ever get a new phone. So well, if you got a new phone. If you I, got it. If you got a new phone and didn't transfer your Google authentic, authenticate, because I, I did on this, but one. the IP address wouldn't hit up, and then yeah. you're just like, oh, now I'm, I'm out, I'm out. But at least that was a. Sol- Here's the difference, though. They did have a solution spelled out. Yeah, I went in and there was just nothing we can do. Yeah, and nothing we could do with very little investigation. So it's a bad customer service thing, but it was built around these bad products, but in a system in a in a in an organization that says. Our people, you you would think again in today's day and age that we would have a quick solution to just be like, oh, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll mark that. We'll run it through don't the manual. Don't spend your time going and tracking down another. Customer. Is there not a bucket of twenty checks over there that, like, you could just say, like, this has been verified, signed on by? Or could the, you the could you not take it, give cash, and then hold it like pay against my account? And yeah, holding it sure can. And then that's what you would do anyway. Yeah, if I wrote I, a check so. on uh, on you that was bad, yeah. Or like, or I'm sorry, if I wrote a check on you, separate outside bank, you cash it. It would generally the way I've understood this, I could be wrong because I don't know about red ink that um, you would um, debit the amount out of my out of my account if that if the other account bounced. They use red lasers to scan your checks, and it causes the whole document to look red, look blank. So, but in a lot of ex- Instances with larger banks, they close accounts and refuse customers due to fraud because of that before they ever even look at a check. So he can't hear that. Yeah. Let's explain. So, so, so Bobby, producer Bobby, um, uh, the the Wonder Man did a little bit of research while we're talking. And, and I mean, so mechanically they use red lasers. So red, red lasers. It's really funny. Lasers. Yeah. Um, a guy at work. But at, there's a technical, there's like. Yeah. There's like a non-technical fix to it. Yeah. I mean, there's AI, there's cameras, there's probably cheaper just than- Just hold it against cash and, and write over it or something. I, I don't know. Against, I'm just saying. Look, I write, I write, um, and look, I know my- You write bad checks all the time. <laughs> I write, I'm, I'm fraud. I'm Mr. Fraud. I told you my middle name was Value, but it's really, really fraud. It, it's one of those things is we're writing ads up in the, the ivory tower of marketing about how- we take care of customers and it's relationship first. All I'm saying is maybe we need to go downstairs and, 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 and try to cash a red check every once in a while and see what happens. This is a thing I would have never been able to, like you said, you don't, you didn't even think about it to not know it. It's a minuscule customer service issue because I'm obviously the only moron in the, in the world that doesn't, that not only doesn't know it, but actually tried to do it. One of the things Bobby said is is that some larger banks will just carte blanche sh- shut down a, an account because it looks it hits as fraud. Yeah, um, just because of red ink. That is a really weird thing that we're sitting over here doing fishing, and your banks don't ask that and all that. Uh-huh. I guess red ink just literally isn't a problem, even though don't want to be in the red. So I will tell you what the lady said when I asked her to write a new check because if you look at the middle of my debt of of my conference your debt. My my, de- my desk, my table, my conference room table, I have a box with two two sets of pens in it. 
blue pens that are Mabus Agency blue and red because we do at this conference table, it's supposed to invite, hey, we can mark stuff up. Like we can we can write in red ink here. Um, red except for chips. You like to redline. No. Um, well, that and in in legal <laughs> documentation that has a different word, uh, different meaning than uh, bank marketing. But um anyway, so I don't know why that why that lady grabbed a red pen and she's like, you need to throw those red pens away, which is a really funny reaction when we think about the world of banking, where it's like, no, red pens are still valid for a use. Just don't use them for writing checks. It's it was just a really weird microcosm to me of what happens in banking, that there's this thing that's really good, but it protects you from fraud. But I don't want to be protected from fraud. I want from my myself. Money. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, it well, protects the bank from fraud. Yeah, it does. Well, we've bumped up on our time here with our red check discussion of checking yourself. So uh, for the marketing money, it, Josh, you got any closing remarks for the marketing money podcast other than don't write checks with red ink? That's all I that's all I learned. That's the, it took us 25 minutes to get there, but that's it. Well, I think there's there's some hidden gems in there. Now, what I said earlier, if you're up there writing bank copy about how good customer service is. And then you do that. It's, it's just, not customer service. Well, I'm just saying, go downstairs and try to cash a red check. Go see what go yeah. see what that front line is like, especially if your executives are like, hey, I need some differentiating factor from this ad so I can write. It's, a pe- it's our people. It's our service. I'm going to, so whenever I'm asked to, because I'm asked all the time, to donate to charities now, I'm just going to write red checks to them and just give them around all over town. They're like, here you go. <laughs> but I gave. But I gave. It's a, it's a thought that counts. Uh, yeah, it was another thought. I gave. Anyway, for the red check writers out there, sorry. Uh, this has been a new episode of the Marketing Money Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll be back later. Views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of any financial institution or agency, Renaissance Corporation, Renaissance Bank and its affiliates, or the Mavis Agency. For more information, please visit marketingmoneypodcast.com.